0: This week's episode is brought to you by Campaign Refinery, an amazing new email marketing automation tool. Look, in the world of digital marketing, there's a lot to keep track of. We all know this. As much as we're in love with social media and the power of social conversation here at social Inc. and on the All About Digital Marketing podcast, we are well aware at just how powerful email marketing can be. Email marketing is not dead. In fact, it's never been more important to help you leverage your presence everywhere else into the one channel that you'll own, regardless of what changes Facebook, Twitter or any other platform makes in the future. I've known the founder, Travis Ketchum, for years, and he's been a past guest on the podcast, episode 15, if you want to listen to it. I've personally used his other products before, and they've been fantastic. The amount of thought that he's put into each and every one of what he's created has been incredible I'd highly encourage you to try their free 14-day trial at campaignrefinery.com to see what world-class email marketing automation can do for you and your business massive thank you to Travis and campaign refinery for their support of the all about digital marketing show welcome to the all about digital marketing podcast the show all about Digital digital marketing digital marketing digital marketing
1: digital marketing
0: brought to you by social inc digital marketing agency specializing in social media and content marketing for brave brands and forward-thinking smes i'm your host chris bruno and as always we're here to bring you the most actionable tips tricks tools and insights to help you achieve more when it comes to your digital marketing subscribe to the show and be sure to share with a friend if you found something useful or interesting you can find all the show notes and more information on www.allaboutdigitalmarketing.co.uk. Hey everybody, this week is a special week and it's because we're launching seven episodes over seven days. But to celebrate that, we're also giving you the chance to win five of our favorite books all about marketing. And we want to share this with you. So head over to win dot allaboutdigitalmarketing.co.uk that's w-i-n dot allaboutdigitalmarketing.co.uk for your chance to win five incredible books that we love and that have helped us with our marketing journey. If you want to find out any more head to the website you'll find all the information there and enjoy the episodes that we're pushing out this week. We hope you like them as much as we enjoyed making them and let us know your thoughts on social media at any time by simply finding us at digmar. Gauthaman, thank you so much for being here today.
1: Pleasure. Hi, nice meeting you, Chris.
0: So I'm looking forward to this because for anyone who knows me knows that I've been uh, involved with blockchain-based companies since about 2017. But you are doing something very different, and you're doing something that's really focused on marketing. I'm right. not going to try and introduce you because, let's face it, I'll never do as good a job as you can. But can you tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got to where you are today?
1: Thank you for this. Uh, my name is Gautaman, but Predominantly, people call me GMA, because it's easy to pronounce. Uh, And I've been in the marketing industry for uh, 30 years, uh, predominantly with WPP. Uh, And uh, in the last one year, I have quit WPP to set up this blockchain-based startup with a focus on marketing, because I believe uh, distributed ledger technology has lots to offer to our industry. I still call it our industry as the marketing industry, particularly in these times when uh, when uh, the share of digital is increasing uh, rising personalization over reliance on data and its uh, and the way data can be monetized and used and uh, exchanged uh, across uh, the digital ecosystem so i believe uh, the time is up for distributed ledger technology to be applied for the marketing field
0: So this is something that's really cool because I get to have a bit of a geeky conversation with you. Uh, And I think it's really important for anyone who's listening and who's heard of blockchain because of Bitcoin, that they understand that what we're talking about isn't anything to do with a Bitcoin type cryptocurrency or anything else. We're talking about distributed ledger technology. Can you just explain very sort of high level for anyone who's listening, who doesn't really know what that is, and then we can uh, maybe move on from there.
1: Thank you for that. So yeah, we're not going to talk about Bitcoin or uh, cryptocurrencies. We're talking about the core elements of a blockchain, uh, which is essentially a distributed ledger, which, is, uh, which means that uh, everybody accesses the same database uh, from different occasions and different locations. So it is distributed in nature. What it means is uh, whenever there is a change to that ledger, all the members who has the ledger needs to agree to the change. So what it means is that it is almost like a co-created database uh, by multiple resources and that is so relevant for the marketing industry because uh, in a world uh, where enterprises are exchanging data, uh, we are living in already a co-created databases and the distributed ledger ensures that um, it's most relevant for us in the field.
0: There's a lot to be said for that actually and I remember when I was working quite a bit in, in the DLT sector especially, a lot of people refer to things like, no, no, but it's better to have stuff in the cloud. And I was trying to always explain to people that, you know, whether it's DLT or whether you want to call it the cloud, um, what it is, is it's a series of computers around the world that are holding this information and this data and that you're accessing. But what's really nice about DLT technology is that the idea of, as the chain grows, it's built one on top of the other so it creates yeah. a record which is really important it creates a record that can be tracked that can be seen and that can only be built on top of as opposed to somebody coming in wiping out x amount of information absolutely. and then starting again
1: absolutely i think that's where uh, it's so spot on uh, and uh, and in the marketing industry today uh, there are many players in the value chain between the brand and the consumer uh, and every every time we add a technology in it they are coming from another uh, sub, another source, uh, whether it could be audience data, uh, publishers data, verification data, uh, or uh, loyalty records, uh, partners data. So, by the by, by the time uh, the data is being used from the brand to the consumer in the marketing value chain, as you rightly said, uh, data is being embellished. Somebody adds to it. Somebody adds value to it. And if those additions or enhancements are not recorded sequentially uh, in an immutable manner, there is opportunity for fraud or misappropriation of this value exchange, which is why we believe uh, core components of distributed ledger comes in very handy. I mean, cryptographically recording the data sets, uh, a ledger that immutably records every time there is a value that being added to it, uh, and, and a sent neutral third party uh which oversees the nta value exchange uh that's 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 blockchain to me and i mean uh, people jump into cryptocurrencies because that's what is carrying the waves today but uh in reality these are the four elements that goes into the blockchain technology
0: So let's talk about how this would work in application form for marketing, say, Um, we all know about the incredible amount of data that people like Google, like Facebook are are pulling every day. Um, The idea of it being within marketing, however, is probably being driven quite a bit at the moment by the changes that are happening. So for example, Safari basically almost blocking everything nowadays. So you don't even see adverts that you might want to see. but. That's changing the way we work and things like cookies and, and right. the, the old way, let's call it, is changing. So how can DLT and how can blockchain make a difference in this space?
1: Very good. So if you look at it today, uh, uh, Safari and Firefox uh, are already blocking the third party cookies, which essentially means that marketers or any of uh, brand owners or publishers can only target first party consented consumer who walks into the browser and google uh, made an announcement that uh, they will also remove the cookies uh, by jan 21 so another 18 months time or 12 15 months time uh, for for uh, for that to take into effect so if by the time the cookies disappear which we which we call as the end game uh, uh, from from frankly's point of view for the marketers because the only way uh, marketers can target consumers online is only when the consumer has given consent to be tracked or to be uh, 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 who has given permission to be spoken to. So we are now talking about consented consumers, either from the brand side or from the publisher side. When a consented consumer ne- needs to be targeted, we're already talking about two data sets brand owners and their consent platform publishers and their consent platforms, which means that two people need to exchange consent. That uh, I have said yes to be tracked and the publisher will say, yes, I'm going to track you to serve this ad to you. So there's a handshake of consent, right? This handshake of consent can neither be maintained by the brand or the publishers. It has to be a third party. So if you look today, uh, most of the announcements that is coming from the technology players is that no yes we need to solve this problem but we are coming together uh, but we need a neutral open source non-commercial third party to manage this process and i was telling someone yesterday that all along we've been saying that blo- is blockchain a solution looking for a problem uh, here we are today there is a problem you need a third party to manage consent between two partners and why do you want a third party when a distributed ledger can do it without having an entity to do the job so that's where the beauty comes in I think in a world beyond cookies we believe when two enterprises need to share data a decentralized ledger is the best and safest way because they are neutral they are unbiased the contract takes care of it without any human intervention and that's what blockchain brings to the party so I think more than ever before, more than fintech or more than any other industry, marketing industry will desperately need the distributed ledger in months' time.
0: I'm guessing, though, that there's going to be a little bit of reticence, right, from uh, the big boys in terms of Google, Facebook, and everybody else, where at the moment their biggest gold mine is their data sets, right?
1: Absolutely. So uh, it, the, it, the, it's interesting because if you look at it, any one of these big tech players They are already using the blockchain technology. Google uh, has an investment in Hedra, Hashgraph. Amazon has their own blockchain workbench. Microsoft Azure has their own blockchain workbench. Facebook has their own Libra in whatever form it is in today. So ironically, the big tech players are more than ready for blockchain than the other players. It's just that the rest of the industry needs to catch up to find out what are the components of this distributed ledger technology that can be used today. We don't need to necessarily implement everything at one go. We can start with consensus protocol, we can start with cryptographic elements, we can start with distributed ledger in small bits and pieces, but these elements of the tech blockchain technology needs to come into application very soon in my
0: view. So what are the sorts of differences that it will make for both consumer side and for business side in terms of you know, the way that we market and the way that we actually do business online?
1: Let, let me start with the consumers first. Uh, uh, one, of, uh, one of the trials we are working today uh, is, uh, is a distributed ledger-based loyalty program redemption. Uh, today, uh, many, uh, many enterprises have their own loyalty programs from air miles to uh, coffee tokens to uh, taxi uh, coupons to real retail coupons, right? But if in a world uh, where a distributed ledger can be enabled, a consumer can land from in an airport into a city and use the same air miles to get into a taxi to go home, and he can use the same uh, air miles to buy a cup of coffee. So we are trying to make those loyalty points interoperable or interredeemable redeemable between different, uh, different enterprises. So from a consumer's point of view, it is ease of redemption of loyalty points. Most of the consumers today have at least three or four loyalty cards. When I go to a retail shop, I get a loyalty card. I, go, I fly, I get the air miles. But we use it in different, different sections, but not together. Uh, here is an opportunity for the consumer because a distributed ledger gives all the enterprises a neutral third party immutable ledger uh, with no biases in it. Uh, the smart contract takes care of the reconciliation. So from a consumer's point of view, uh, redemption of points or loyalty programs is, is a very, very useful and an immediate use case, uh, which, uh, which will come into play very soon particularly during this COVID times, when uh, people are spending more time at home and they are spending more time watching entertainment content or shopping online, these are huge opportunities for uh, uh, rewarding consumers for what they are doing. I mean, I can use ad mails to let them have a Netflix subscription. It's so easy to do it. So the, the redemption can be a lot easier and fiction free. That's from a consumer's point of view. I can flip it for the marketer's point of view uh, for, the, for the same loyalty program example. Uh, a loyalty program is a marketer's delight and a CFO's nightmare. Uh, because uh, it is a liability in the PNL. it sits in the PNL it needs it's, it has to be shown as uh, a spent money while a marketer will say a loyalty program wow, I got so many consumers I've contacted them. Uh, but uh, if it is not redeemed it's it's, 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 a, it's a liability. So if if a distributed technology can help a marketer redeem those liabilities in, in a much easier manner in a friction free form for the consumer, it's a huge opportunity. CFOs happy, CMOs happy, and the consumers are happy. So, uh, so this is a very genuine uh, uh, real-time use case, uh, uh, which is which, which will play out very soon in these uh, in these conditions. Uh, equally, if you look at it, another interesting example is uh, these are times when sports happen without spectators on the ground. The stadiums are empty. Every single fan is watching a sport uh, from his or her screens. What if uh, a a, a sports fan is rewarded for his love and appreciation for the franchise or the player by giving them points for whatever they tweet, whatever they retweet, or whatever content they create and show it online? It's like, that's the only way I can scream. I, I can't go to the stadium to scream. So if we can reward those fans for their love and affection on social media, and those rewards can be uh, a franchise's ticket or uh, or a member franchises uh, to redeem the points. You're hitting two birds with one stone. A happy fan, uh, an opportunity to engage on the consumer in when, when, when the stadiums are empty. Uh, so there are many ways in which this technology can be brought to life in the future. That's, that's a point I'm trying to uh, elaborate on right now.
0: I think that's the important thing, right? You've mentioned the future. You've mentioned some of the cases where things are different. And before we hit the record button, we were talking that we don't really know. You know, this has been a very strange year and we don't know what 2021 has in store for us. But one thing's for sure, right? When there's crazy times like this, uh, it's the the absolute bedrock for innovation, for ideas, for for creativity. And the ways that people do things always surprise us. But I think for marketers especially, that there's so much that's available to be done. There's so much that we can do or that we can think about doing, but it's also such a crowded space. Marketing used to kind of be marketing and now it's kind of become SEO, digital, online, Facebook, organic, paid search. And it's become, you know, huge, this, this wide, wide variety. But one of the things that's still really interesting is that it's still very tool focused. And what I mean yes. by that, you know, it's you'll go to Google AdWords to run adverts on search, or you'll go to Facebook to run adverts to whatever you're doing, or you'll use a tracking system like Google Analytics or Kiss Metrics on your website. Right. Everything is very tool focused, but it means that there is a huge amount of data that is being collected, anyways, and it's being done at the moment by the person or the company that is running that particular tool. For me, what's interesting about the idea of a DLT system or having a third party is that gets taken away from the person who makes the money from it and actually can be a huge statistical database, as it were, of just data for everybody, which could be easily accessible, find ways of understanding demographics, their behaviors, what they do, and to do it, I think, if I'm not mistaken, in a way that's completely um, untrackable. It's anonymous.
1: Yes, spot on. I want to put some numbers on the table to put some perspective Today, the entire marketing economy is worth $1.7 trillion. Uh, and, uh, and digital marketing is worth $900 billion. And it's interesting to note that uh, out of the $900 billion, marketeers are spending close to $125 billion on technology alone. Just technology to connect various technologies, APIs and uh, demand side platforms, supply side platforms, loyalty program partners, customer data platforms. So at an average, a digital marketeer today needs to have at least 10 to 12 technologies. And they need to have somebody else to connect these technologies. And then they have to find a way in which it works on an ongoing basis. They have to invest more time on upgrading it. And when there is a problem, our industry offers another another technology, another band-aid. We don't solve all the problems. We just add a problem to have another problem to solve it, right? So, which is where we believe in uh, in Achilles, uh, this is the only plug probably I'll give it. We want to unify all the technologies. We don't want to be another point solution to say, hey, you've got 10 technologies. Here is Achilles the 11th technology. What we want to say is that our technology is a distributed ledger. Based technology that connects all your 11 technologies together. You don't need to have another, another one anymore because just by bringing these 11 technologies together, there is an aha moment because the time you spend in connecting search to social, to programmatic, to loyalty, offline, online, still 80% of the marketers say, I don't know the customer journey. I, it is still fragmented. It is broken because The consumer goes into a search garden, I only know what happens inside search. He comes out, she goes into a social garden, I only know what she does within the social platform. I I know only when he or she comes out. So, it's a broken consumer journey despite putting $125 billion on technology. I still don't know my consumer. So, what we are trying to say is uh, distributed ledger has the potential to unify different technologies without jeopardizing individual, uh, what should I say, uh, uh, birthright. We're not infringing upon each technology's uh, own right of what they are doing. We are just safely and securely in a compliant manner, connect the data sets for the marketers to safely create analytics, reconciliation, or uh, anything else that they can do on top of it. Uh, uh, and when, when something is being cooked and analyzed, all the eleven players will know what's being cooked. So nothing is going to be happening behind the back. So there's an immutable ledger. So no uh, human intervention to hijack an agenda. So I think that's why I said uh, at the beginning, it is marketing industry is set up for distributed ledger to come and solve it today. So we are unifying the different technologies, making it user-friendly for marketers to uh, discover consumers a lot better.
0: How do you think this will affect small businesses?
1: In, in fact, uh, uh, if I have to say, uh, I would say it is most relevant for the small businesses than big clients. Uh, uh, because uh, smaller businesses are either growing into digital marketing, which means they have not invested in technology as much as the big guys are today. No need to reinvent the wheel. You can start afresh. Uh, that is one reason second reason for this uh, the, the smaller companies is uh, they can try uh, without uh, any risk of losing something big they are nimble uh, 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 and they can uh, there's the scalability of some of these pilots or trials or engagements can be very very easy for them to do the, it's it's the big clients who have legacy infrastructures uh, who are uh, shy of trying new because they've already done the capex And they have to use the capex till it is exhausted. So any new technology is seen as, oh no, don't give it to me right now. Uh, I already put in my money in in this and I need to wait till I prove its worth. Whereas uh, smaller clients uh, are able to try it faster.
0: So I think that's always interesting. It's the the problem that small businesses look at or focus on more than anything else is the fact that they don't have the resources or the infrastructure. And actually most times that that also brings a huge opportunity, the agile and nimbleness of not having that huge infrastructure uh, and those huge resources already deployed can really offer some opportunities, yeah okay, cool. So how are you guys marketing this as a blockchain business? Are you spending a lot of time you know using ad platforms and stuff like that, or are you creating different buzz in different ways?
1: Uh, good question. I- we are uh, we are one year old we have spent the last one year in building a very good world-class product uh, not because i am saying it it is really a good product uh, right now uh, and uh, we are not using any ad platforms to go and market it because we are building it as a SaaS platform uh, easy for uh, clients to uh, deploy it and run it for their own campaigns they're trying to make the onboarding easier uh, and. Uh, because it is a SaaS platform, even though we are Singapore-based, we are truly international. Some of the work we are doing is in Middle East. Some of the work we are doing is in London and in Germany uh, uh, and in the US. So, uh, But we are picking up one client at a time uh, uh, or one industry at a time uh, as two vectors. Uh, uh, because we are just one year old, uh, we would rather have a very happy customer, a uh, client with whom uh, we can... Shoot uh, grow and then uh, multiply across multiple opportunities. Uh, We are betting heavy on sports and gaming, uh, uh, natural, logical, uh, 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 and uh, and a convenient industry to start with. Uh, Gaming has got opportunities to reward consumers online. Uh, uh, Consumers are willing to share their identities slightly more freely in a gaming environment and multiplayer environment is much more easier. So, sports gaming is one. Uh, uh, we are, uh, thanks to Google pulling the plug on cookies, um, identities is very big. Uh, uh, performance marketeers who have good quality customer data, uh, uh, they uh, they can safely and securely uh, exchange their customer data uh, in a GDPR or CCPA or any privacy regulation complaint manner with any publishers who have first-party data. Uh, so we are working with an uh, uh, OTT player who can share their first-party data for activation purposes. So we are going, to answer your question, we are going client by client, uh, sector by sector instead of trying to boil the ocean and go to everybody. We are just uh, one year old, so to speak, yeah.
0: I think that's a great piece of advice for anyone listening and who is building something as well, taking that one client at a time and making sure that you're growing that relationship with each client. That's always going to be huge. But I'm guessing as well that you had, I, I'm detouring away a little bit from what you do and actually talking more about how you do it. But the idea being that, especially for SaaS businesses, those first clients can be absolutely crucial in terms of building the product, but more importantly, building the product, not only that you thought about in your head or that you could visualize, but what they actually want.
1: Yes, absolutely. Uh, for the first three, four months time at my practical experiences, and we thought we, have, we found the problem and we found the solution. But when we went to the market, we found that that's actually not the problem they really bother about. Uh, and there was another problem they have to solve. And, uh, and uh, we, we need to really uh, change uh, course correct our approach to uh, address the market need uh, 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 and in in as a, as a startup uh, often we, we struggle to define the addressable market so we spend a good amount of time in what is the market we're trying to uh, focus on and what is the solution which we're going to bring it to uh, absolutely uh, agree with you uh, and uh, and the advantage we have is there is a line in the sand, Jan 2022 when the cookies go away. So, uh, not not very often, a uh, uh, industry or a sector gets a chance like this that there is going to happen. Something is going to happen, and uh, and you need to change. Uh, that's an opportunity for us. I think we are we are really uh, thankful for the situation we are in. Otherwise, uh, many companies have a problem and uh, and they have identified a solution but they don't know when it is going to happen they're waiting for something to happen but here we are we have a milestone we have a line in the sand to go after and the industry is grappling with solutions and uh, we have a solution so we are in a good position that way it's all about doing it well and doing it right
0: I love the fact that you're looking at this as this beautiful line in the sand that's going to be great time for you because it gives you that time frame and every other marketer that's out there or any other marketing tools that are out there are currently going, oh crap, that's our deadline to how long we've got left for this product to keep working. Yeah. Um, listen, I mean, I, I really enjoy this because I think that DLT does have a huge future. I think that they're still very much looking for, like you said, the that use case, right? That ability to actually do something my question would be that if any startups that are out there or they're listening to this and they're trying to build something for the future and they're trying to future proof it beyond the ability to use retargeting or whatever else how can they get involved and how can they use your technology to actually be able to build their products on top of it
1: good question so uh, i we also genuinely believe that it is it has to be interoperable and open sourced uh uh, and, and the marketing industry even more because uh, it's all about exchanging value between each other so that uh, both the parties benefit. So if there are any startups who are listening to this, who wants to uh, 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 work with us or exchange notes or collaborate, more than happy. Uh, the way we simplify this is give us any data we ingest in a safe and secure manner Uh, We have a laboratory where this ingested data can be analyzed, reconciled and you can do whatever you want to do with it. It is like a, it's like a kitchen. Uh, There is a recipe and there is an ingredient. You can do whatever you want to do with it. Whatever you have done with that is recorded in an immutable ledger for the participants to know what's been done with it. Uh, And so um, we are actively looking for ecosystem partners across many uh, sectors, loyalty, identity, sports, sports. uh gaming so uh yeah so more than happy to uh partner uh yeah the, the market is wide open uh, there is a space for everybody under the sun in the new world uh, uh we should rewrite it so i'm looking forward to it
0: if i can ask your opinion as well on something dlt has made some major shifts for quite a few industries and quite a few different things and i know that there's a lot still happening behind the scenes right. and again It's very nascent still to this day, but there is definitely the sign of, we're getting closer and closer to these proper applications. Right. What do you think of the the space at the moment in in the sense of, you know, we've got no code tools coming up more and more, giving more people access to the ability to build things and to build MVPs very quickly without necessarily right. needing to spend years learning how to code. We've got these blockchain technologies and this DLT technology, which will offer people access and ability to plug in to much bigger ecosystems than their own. Uh, and again, on an open source basis or even some that I know that are using profit share bases and and the rest of it. What do you see as being the future for, for online technology and for well, marketing tech in particular, because that's what we're talking about, but online technology in general, it seems like it's shifting very quick and we're kind of on a precipice right now of, of seeing that change start.
1: Yeah. So again, uh the thing is, uh, the biggest learning for me from blockchain is that I think we did, it's a big disservice. We spent more time talking about blockchain than what blockchain does to the business. Uh, uh, too much of uh, discussions have gone behind the tools and the features uh, with, uh, and less on uh, the impact it has on the business. So in, in, in the last one year, uh, uh, the number of times we use blockchain in our engagement has come down by 10, 10 times. We now spend more time trying to understand what the business problem is. Sometimes we don't even tell them we use blockchain. Only when, uh, when, when they have found out that we can solve a problem and they bring in the second tier team to say, okay, now show me how it works. We tell them that, well, can you bring your technology team as well? We'll explain to you what it does because I think that's exactly the situation uh, in technology overall as well. Marketing is, in my view, under siege. From technology. It should be the other way around. Technology is an enabler for marketers to do things uh, for them to reach the consumers, talk to them, engage with them, and sell a brand or sell a product or an idea. But somehow technology has hijacked the agenda. We're spending more time on technology than on consumer and marketing, right? So. Uh, So to me, it's about how do we translate this into a meaningful language uh, uh, where uh, it is in a simple manner where a marketer understands. Uh, 30 years back when I joined advertising, uh, when somebody asked me, can you explain to your grandma what you are doing? It was very difficult to tell my grandma what advertising is all about. And uh, and uh, it it was tough. Uh, I think we're in the same stage. It's deja vu to me. And now I have to go and tell someone what is... uh, what I'm doing in blockchain and marketing, I would rather not talk about blockchain, but talk about more about marketing and then say, hey, incidentally, this problem cannot be solved in the current way. So I'm using a new tool uh, uh, which solves the problem. So that's where I am, uh, if that answers your question. It's, It's tough, but I'm trying to change the narrative sharply now.
0: I think that's a huge uh, step in the right direction. And again, I remember the craziness of the end of 2017, early 2018, where yeah. if you slapped blockchain on the uh, on your website, you suddenly became more valuable. Um, yes. And uh, that was a real shame because, like you said, the real focus of any business should be what's the problem solution that you're offering. And if you're not addressing a real problem or a need for somebody, then the chances are it doesn't matter how nice it looks or how well presented it is or even how good the product is in terms of you know you can have a really slick fast platform but if it doesn't solve a problem it's not going to go anywhere and i think that's one thing that a lot of businesses even some bigger businesses can really learn from and, and take away but you know getting back to that root what is it that we're trying to fix
1: absolutely it's it's a tough one uh, because it's 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 natural for a tech person to jump into it and talk technology. So uh, it some very good experiences. I mean, we, are, we have met up with people who know marketing, but, but no technology. We met up with people who knows technology, but not marketing. And here we are talking about marketing technology and blockchain. So uh, it's been... Uh, uh, it's a it's a soul searching experience sometimes so to speak if you have to explain this to a person to say that i'm going to solve your problem with the new technology uh, yeah we are getting there it's a, it, it, it's an interesting journey
0: do you find that you have to spend a lot of time on the education phase rather yes. than going straight for for the selling
1: it is uh, 100% so in fact we are now we are now looking at should be first uh, uh consult in marketing and then say, bring the technology to it because we are at a a time when marketing itself is going to be redefined. Uh, 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 Marketing industry is now going to be 60, 70% digital. It's going to be more thanks to COVID 70, 80, everything is going to be digital. Education is digital. So the current marketing channel mix is likely to change uh, uh, significantly. Um, whether it is, uh, search itself is moving from text based search to voice based search uh, 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 and social itself is getting fragmented into language based social and social commerce and we have e-commerce coming in uh, in between which is everything is becoming commerce uh, and then uh, uh, and then publishing houses uh, are now trying to find a way in which they can make something out of it in a world beyond cookies otherwise they just disappear so uh, the conventional channel makes uh, what a typical marketer uses today might not be the same in 18 months' time. Uh, and here, and within that, we're talking about a new technology coming in. So sometimes you want, we wonder whether we should just become a marketing consultancy uh, offer that provides blockchain solutions as well. So it's a tough one, but you're absolutely right. Uh, it is now about educating the new marketing, new way of marketing brands. And then incidentally, it includes uh, distributed ledger technology.
0: Well, it's definitely a space I think that needs an overhaul. Uh, I've worked in agency life now for 12 years, uh, and I've never seen the market space so overcrowded. I've never seen it so commoditized. You know, people trying and there's a new tool that somebody released the other day. They built pretty quickly and they launched it out within sort of a month uh, with AI-driven content and copy written for posts and for for social media and stuff like that. And you're realizing that more and more we're commoditizing it. It's a fight on price. It's not looking at, like you mentioned earlier, we're not looking at the customer experience. We're not looking at the customer journey. We're no longer even remembering that we're marketers. We're looking at the data to say, if I spend as little as possible, but bring in as much as possible, that's a great mix and that makes my ROI look better. Uh, and I think that is going to change, you're right. And the technology is changing on a daily basis. So it's hard to keep up and to know what comes next. But I think it's definitely going to make for an interesting space. Like you said, Absolutely, COVID has probably pushed those numbers up from you know, 50, 60, 70%, probably all the way up to 80, 90%. Uh, and every business now is going to have to start looking for how they can translate what they do in bricks and mortar yeah into an online presence, whether they like it or not. Uh, and I still think though, that that's not, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I think that people can keep those unique experiences, that retail experience, the the specialist experience, and they can keep that alive. I just think that it's a harder process. And for a lot of them, it's changing that mindset away from, I'm a bricks and mortar store, I'm now gonna be doing something online.
1: Absolutely. It's an interesting space to be in
0: now. It's going to be an interesting space for the next couple of years, at least.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, listen, G-Man, because I prefer that name. Sorry, um, (laughs) I'm jumping on the bandwagon. This has been absolutely fantastic. Where's the best place for people to come find you online and to be able to interact with you if they want to?
1: Yeah, so uh, my Twitter handle is quite uh, handy. It is uh, Galtam R uh, as Twitter handle. Uh, uh, Otherwise, uh, uh, my full name uh, is the LinkedIn profile. which uh, you can also access me through Achilles website as well. Uh, but yes, I think Achilles website is, a, is the safest place for me to connect me with. Quite it's quite simple. Uh, reach to me at gautaman at Achilles.com and that's the easiest way. <laughs>
0: Perfect. We're going to add all those links into the show notes as well uh, so that people can reach out. Again, yeah. thank you so much for coming on today and for talking about a bit of DLT, a bit of marketing, and maybe what the future of marketing looks like. Uh, thank you again, and hopefully we'll get to speak to you soon.
1: Thanks a lot for giving me time. It's, sure that it's been a pleasure.
0: Hope you enjoyed the episode. Remember, check out win.allaboutdigitalmarketing.co.uk for your chance to win five of our favorite marketing books. We're giving these away, and it's just a way to say thank you to everyone. It's also to celebrate the fact that this week we will be launching our 100th episode, and this has been an incredible journey. We've enjoyed it so, so much, and we just wanted to help and give back a little bit more if we can. Find everything on our website, www.allaboutdigitalmarketing.co.uk, and remember, find us on social channels at allaboutdigmar, D-I-G-M-A-R, To get in touch with us, let us know what you think. And again, show some support and let us know that you've listened. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day. The All About Digital Marketing podcast is brought to you by Social Inc., a distributed digital marketing agency specialized in delivering results through online campaigns. Whether it's content marketing, social media marketing, online advertising, or web design, we've got you covered from strategy through to delivery. If you're struggling with your digital marketing, get in touch today by simply visiting www.socialinc.co.